Okay, we're going to begin this story. It's called Wedding at Wibberton. It's taken from It's a Room Life, Book 4, Volume 1, Northcote, 1984-1998. to This story from 1986. This episode from the late 1980s will always stick in my memory for the sheer anxiety it caused and huge demands it made on my creatability and repair ability. Wibberton is a small rural suburb of Boston, Lincolnshire. It has its own medieval church and there is still the site of its once important castle overlooking the river and estuary to, at one time, the third most important port in England. We'd been engaged to deliver a bride and her father to Wibberton Church for her wedding, and after the ceremony, transport the bride and her new husband to their reception at the village hall some two miles away. The route had been surveyed thoroughly, and we had selected to park the lorry for unloading close to the village hall. Hebe, our Dale's mare, full name Ashwood Clare Louisa, was to power the carriage as the bride had selected our ultra-elegant bow-fronted broom. Carriages. I should explain that at this time we were using two carriages for the wedding services. Jupiter, our extrovert part-bred Dale's skewbald coloured, has brown and white uh, was always working with our beautiful Victoria carriage. This had wide, swept-back mudguards, elegant varnished bodywork and beautiful springing. It followed the typical design for ladies made popular by Queen Victoria herself. This carriage was basically open, with a hood for inclement weather. The second carriage was a bow-fronted broom. Following on a pattern of elegant town carriage designed by Lord Broom, this had room for two people and was somewhat smaller and be with beautiful paintwork in dark red and black. Forward-facing doors on both sides allowed entry to soft green leather-fitted interior illuminated by most elegant curved glass windows at the front. Normal pattern carriage drop-door windows gave a good view of whoever was riding in splendour. Hebe worked with the broom, as she was smaller in stature than Jupiter, and being a black horse herself suited the equipage. The journey to Wibberton Church was uneventful, and the bride had been safely delivered before disaster struck. Disaster. We were all relaxing, myself, daughter Helen, the groom, and Hebe, after the first part, when butterflies always fill me with trepidation. My thoughts before all these events are on the off chance that something untoward should prevent us actually getting to the venue on time. This time, the unforeseen struck us quite suddenly as we were resting under trees immediately, immediately outside the open church gates. A noisy, bright yellow forklift truck burst out of a yard immediately to our front and began to roar down the road towards us. The road was not wide by any imagination, 
and we'd know where to go. To avoid this monster, which had immediately caught Hebe's attention and set all our hearts to our mouths. To our right side, behind and ahead of us, we were contained by the churchyard wall, which continued in solid stone splendour about four feet high as far as we could see. On our left were a row of smart houses with large front gardens and bounded at their front by a long, deep and large dyke. The forklift rattled and banged and roared its way forward, totally oblivious to the terror it was creating in the mind of the horse, never mind the human attendants. Despite all our efforts to attract his attention, the driver seemed in a world of his own. Then, in the blink of an eye, it was all over. Hebe made her decision, which was to avoid the fork truck the only way possible. Like an arrow from a bow, she ripped the reins from her hands and dived sideways through the church gateway. There'd be no time to take any preventive measures. It had made no matter to her that the carriage was still attached. Her only concern was for, was for that yellow monster that had filled her vision and mind with unaccountable terror. The nightmare then began. The damage was stupefying. Hebe was now stood just inside the gateway, with the carriage attached as normal. The church gateway had not been sufficiently wide to allow the carriage through when we had first arrived. Things had now changed. The right-hand gatepost of solid stone and some four feet square and five feet high was now lying flat inside the churchyard and its gate still attached beside it. It had been pushed over, quite intact, by the pressure of the carriage body as it twisted through an acute 90-degree angle propelled by the horse. The offside of the previously beautiful wooden carriage body was, to say the least, badly damaged. The door would not open. But there was even worse to see. All four rubber tyres from each of the wheels were lying on the ground at drunken angles. By now the horse was calm and happy to be facing away from the road. Our major problem, as I could see, was in getting the bride back to her reception, two miles away in a damaged carriage and with only one working door and no tyres. I left Helen to speak sweet nothings to Hebe and began my search for something to help me to remount the tyres. Now a little explanation. Wooden horse-drawn carriage wheels have either the olden iron rims around the wooden wheels, these are incredibly noisy, and vibrate in a foul way as they were designed to cope with unmetalled roads. The more modern sprung carriages have a slotted clincher rim system attached to the outside of the wheel. This specially designed rubber tyre is designed and extruded with a thinner line of rubber on each side of the tyre itself, and the hole fits snugly into the grooved rim. 
but it has to be slid into the groove from one end with plenty of lubricant and gradually slid in that groove completely round the wheel. Now, back at Wibberton, we had neither lubricant, a jack for the wheels or time on our side. I estimated that by now we had about 20 minutes before the bride emerged from the church for the group photographs and then a maximum of one hour. Just down the road I did find a lady cutting her lawn and decided that she was our best hope. In fact, once the situation was explained, she was a marvel. Somehow she had her son's toolbox at hand and I selected a number of screwdrivers and various hammers to aid my endeavours. We moved Hebe and the carriage back onto the road and faced her in the direction we should take for our return. This put the undamaged side on view and problem one was solved. The tyres were a complete nightmare on their own. At no time were they ever designed to be fitted the way I was trying. But bit by bit, by levering and hammering, tugging and pushing, we were, they were almost back. Almost, but not quite. The rubber just would not push back exactly as it had been originally. To anyone who knew about these things, the wheel looked dreadful, but I thought they would get us the two miles we needed to go. I returned the tools to the lady with my profound gratitude and returned to the carriage with five minutes to spare. Some serious explanation had to be made to the vicar about his gatepost. And all in all, the wedding point party were very disappointed to have missed the fun. We managed the return journey without problems. Remember, this is the 1980s. The gatepost cost in the region of £500 and the repairs to the carriage cost over £2,500. The complicated wrought iron steering turntable beneath the front of the carriage had been bent out of line also. Such is life as they say. There we are, that's the end of that little story brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Now we have an end, a different end to all these stories. Uh, since Covid began, we have closed our shop and all our complete books and stories and videos are available for you to download completely free of charge. So you can download them where you are, where, where you like, when you like. Um, to see all these things and find out how to get into them, have a look at our website, which is www.itsarumlife.com It's spelt this way I-T-S-A-R-U-M-L-I-F-E dot com No gaps and spaces. There we are. Thank you for listening and have a good look.